What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. The history the government hopes you never learn. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. And welcome to our show today. It is Thursday, March 9th, 2023. Sure, happy it's Thursday. Sure, happy it's Thursday. Sure, happy it's Thursday. And again, it is a very, very busy news day. A lot of stuff is going on. We're going to try and get through as much of it as we can until it's time to open up the phone lines for your comments, questions, observations, and opinions. Mike is in our control room taking care of business. And uh, at least I think it's Mike. Uh, is Is Mike back? Okay. Not yet. Okay, so it's Julie is in our control room taking care of business. And so when you call in, you know, be extra nice to her because she's a very nice lady. And uh, so let's get right on into it. Getting on back to Tucker Carlson's show on Monday night, it was a huge ratings success. Tucker Carlson's show uh, had ratings, had six times more viewers than CNN. And so a lot of people got to see this. They're talking about it. They're, uh, they're sharing it with their friends. And, of course, this is why uh, the Democrats are in absolute uh, panic. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, Tucker Carlson invited Chuck Schumer to come on the show uh, to talk about his reaction. And Chuck Schumer said that the only way he would go on Tucker Carlson's show was if Tucker Carlson uh, stated on air that he'd been lying all this time about the election fraud and that Joe Biden was the legitimate president of the United States of America. Needless to say, Tucker Carlson turned him down flat. On that one. Now, in contrast to Tucker Carlson's rating success, uh, Jill Biden had a primetime special over on CNN. It was called Jill Biden Abroad, and uh, it was basically CNN's worst weekday performance for the 9 p.m. spot in nearly a year. It was a ratings disaster. Nobody's interested in seeing Jill Biden, you know, puff herself up and travel around and have a really good time. Uh, we have other things to worry about. Now, something else that has come on out of the Tucker Carlson's revelation because some of the video that Tucker Carlson was showing had already been released by the January 6th committee. But the versions released by the January 6th committee had been doctored to add screams and crowd mayhem sounds to the audio track, you know, to make it sound like there was a huge riot going on, even though the visuals didn't support that. And, uh, you know, it reminded me of uh, the scene in Wag the Dog where they're, they're basically manufacturing the news of a war uh, over there in this uh, other Albania, I think, is where they staged this whole thing. And that's exactly what's going on here. They took the video footage and they added screams and yelling and chaos and noises uh, to make it seem like something that it really wasn't. They lied, they lied, they lied, they lied, they lied. All right, now Donald Trump has come on out talking about the January 6th committee uh, who hid exonerating uh, videos from the defense lawyers for the January 6th uh, uh, protesters uh, who are being thrown in jail for, uh, you know, exceptionally long uh, sentences. And remember, there is a constitutional prohibition uh, against, uh, you know, excessive punishment or, or uh, cruel and unusual punishment or excessive sentencing. And that's what's being done to them all. I mean, the, the shaman, the guy with the buffalo horns and everything, the video show, he walked on in, he was escorted by the police they tried to open doors for him they delivered him to the senate floor and he got four years in prison and i hope his lawyer is paying close attention to this so um 
As a matter of fact, uh, 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 the uh, shaman's attorney, Albert Watkins, is already out there slamming the Department of Justice for withholding exculpatory evidence in violation of the Brady Rule. Now, the Brady Rule was a Supreme Court decision handed down some years ago that basically said prosecutors are required to turn over exculpatory evidence to the defense counsel uh, in the, the case of a trial, and clearly in this case they did not. There are grounds for an appeal or an outright dismissal of all of these cases just based on that. And... Uh, so uh, Albert Watkins is saying it's appalling they had a duty to provide the video to me and uh, our justice system is compromised. And yes, it is. It's been politicized and compromised and it's operating as a kangaroo court and a dictatorship. Now, <clears throat> Julie Kelly was out there talking about how the courts have effectively abused the January 6 uh, protesters and she's saying uh, the real villains here are the federal judges in Washington DC and holding up one example we uh, mentioned it last week um, that one of the judges refused to grant uh, the defense counsel uh, time to review these newly available tapes from the Capitol building and just said, no, we're going to rush this through and we're going to throw them in jail and that's going to be the end of it. Uh, that is another case where the lawyers need to come on back and say, well, no, Brady, Brady rule was violated and uh, so the whole trial, you know, it needs to be thrown out. And uh, so we're going to see what's going to happen on that. If the courts continue uh, to uh, keep these people in jail, despite this clear violation of the Brady rule, uh, it's basically going to convey to everybody that our government is systemically has become corrupt and tyrannical. And we're all going to have to uh, deal with that revelation and decide what we're going to do about it. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene and other House Republicans are planning to visit the January 6 prisoners in jail. And uh, Greene has said that she has received numerous reports of abuse. And, uh, yeah, there, it's a campaign of terror against anybody who would challenge the powers that be, you know. Dare to say the elections are, are, are rigged? Well, we're going to throw you in the gulag and you will never see the light of day again. Uh, another article, this one is coming from the New York Post, calls it an egregious denial of due process for the January 6 protesters. And they're saying for more than two years, while they controlled every lever of power in Washington, the Democratic Party and their media allies told a one-sided story about what happened at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. For more than two years, the surveillance footage of the 2021 protest aired this week by Tucker Carlson was kept from the American public by a Democratic Congress. So a totally false narrative uh, became cemented in the public consciousness. And for more than two years, footage that could have exonerated the January 6 defendants was kept from their legal teams. And people are in jail because of all this crookedness. Okay, they have been uh, they've been wrongfully uh, imprisoned and uh, they should be released and then they should turn around and sue the government for wrongful uh, imprisonment or malicious imprisonment and for violating their constitutional rights. Now, uh, <clears throat> Wednesday, yesterday uh, was uh, International Women's Day. And uh, the Biden White House celebrated International Women's Day by presenting an award to a biological man who believes he is a woman. 
And uh, the, the Woman of Courage Award was given to Alba Rueda, who serves as the Special Envoy for Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity in Argentina's Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And in that post, he, she, it, they, them, Zizag, whatever, is responsible for Argentina's adoption of a policy known as the Transgender Labor Quota, which mandated that no less than 1% of all public sector jobs be held by people who believe themselves to be transgender. In other words, we're going to set aside 1% of all public sector jobs for people who, according to the Johns Hopkins psychiatrist, are suffering from a mental illness. And uh, that's not going to work out very well. And once again, Biden's uh, classified document scandal has reared its ugly head. Apparently, there were nine boxes of documents were taken from Biden's attorney, Patrick Moore's Boston office. They have yet to be reviewed. Uh, the National Archives disclosed this in a response letter to Senators Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley. And uh, this was actually reported by Fox News Digital. Now, the archives had not previously disclosed the number of boxes taken from Boston. It had been reported that Moore had shipped boxes of documents from the Penn-Biden Center to his Boston office before discovering the initial trove of classified documents at the Washington, D.C.-based think tank. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> Biden had all these classified documents uh, from uh, when he was vice president and when he was president and he was supposed to turn them back in and he did not. Now, Senate Minority Leader, who basically uh, joined ranks with the Democrats to uh, attack Tucker Carlson and scream, the public, you know, can't see these videos, you know, forget about the videos, just accept the official story that uh, there's no election fraud in this country, so forth and so on, apparently suffered a fall at a Washington, D.C. hotel and is now in a hospital being treated for a concussion. So... <clears throat> Anyway, uh, now, this is kind of a, a, an after-the-fact story. Uh, the Senate has overwhelmingly voted to block Washington, D.C.'s criminal code bill that intended to reduce penalties for murders and carjackings and so forth and so on. Uh, it's kind of moot at this point because the city of Washington, D.C., uh, looking at the reaction in the House of Representatives, had already withdrawn uh, that proposed law. But this is going to put the final nail in this idea of, you know, let's just let the criminals do what they're going to do. You know, once they've stolen enough, they'll just go away and leave you alone. No, they won't. They'll just keep on stealing, you know, because they're having a good time at it. I mean, I'm looking at social media and seeing all these phone videos, you know, uh, uh, people just just for the heck of it, going into a restaurant and trashing the place just to, to you know, have the fun, I guess, or exert the power or whatever. All righty, getting on to the Ohio uh, train derailment. And by the way, there's been another one. I think this one is in uh, Alabama, supposedly, no toxic materials. Uh, but there's an interesting article regarding the Ohio uh, uh, derailment. This is in Firebrand News. And uh, it's talking about why is the EPA unwilling to test for dioxins in the soil? And uh, the author of the article says it's probably because they're going to find it. And if they find it, they're going to have to answer a lot of questions people are asking. Now, apparently, under pressure, the EPA is finally starting to test for dioxins one month after residents were told by public health officials they could safely remain in their homes. And... Uh, 
you know, the, the, the approach to the citizens of East Palestine are, uh, are callous in the extreme. There seems to be a total lack of concern for the health and safety of the residents of the community. And this article is saying it may be because they are mostly white and that the EPA may be engaged in environmental racism. You know, if this derailment had happened in a black neighborhood, they'd be all over it and cleaning it up. But, you know, these are white people and they voted for Trump and we don't have to worry about them here. All righty. Now, again, we've had a lot of derailments. We know that there are 1,700 derailments every single year. There are other problems with our transportation industry, uh, the shipping blockade at the ports, uh, the grounding of all aircraft when that computer uh, malfunctioned. And everybody's saying Pete Buttigieg is doing a terrible job. And Joe Biden is at fault for hiring him into that position solely because he was gay. Ticked off the little box there. Well, we got to have a, we've got to have a gay hire. What, what will we do with him? Oh, we'll put him over in the Department of Transportation. What harm could he possibly cause there? So we have a new pile of USDA choice bovine excrement being dumped on us, where they're now out there trying to claim that all of these train derailments and uh, exploding factories are asymmetric warfare. In other words, there are saboteurs, probably from that evil, evil Russia, who are running across our country and tearing tags off of couch cushions and farting in elevators and so forth and so on. So, uh, you know, basically, uh, the, the, st the new official story, the current one, is um, it's not the infrastructure that we've neglected for decades in order to fund the wars, and it's not Pete Buttigieg or Joe Biden. It's the Russians. Yes, that's it. The evil, evil, evil Russians. Really, honest, you've got to blame them, and don't you want to go to war against them? Now, a little bit of good news here in Indiana. Uh, we've already had some of that toxic waste from Ohio dumped into a landfill just west of Indianapolis, which luckily for Claire and I is the other end of the state. Uh, but uh, Governor Holcomb has blocked that and said there will be no more dumping until we test to see if there is dioxin present uh, in this waste material. And he has hired a third-party independent lab to conduct that test. He's not going to take the EPA's word for it. A uh, very smart man in that regard here. And uh, so we'll see what the results uh, are, are going to be of that uh, as to what uh, Holcomb is going to do about the toxic waste that's already in that landfill. You know, uh, how do we remediate that? that that's going to be a big problem. You know, the feeling I get is they just went ahead and dumped it, even though Holcomb was saying we want to have tests, uh, figuring that, uh, you know, once it's in the ground, there's nothing Holcomb can do about it, and that's just the way it's going to be here. All righty. Now, getting into media, Michigan uh, is banning the Chinese app TikTok from state devices, but Governor Gretchen Whitmer is exempted. Okay, she is able to uh, sign in uh, to uh, TikTok. And this is all coming from uh, this idea that it's a spy application for the Chinese Communist Party. And I'm not so sure about that because there was a, another video on uh, Twitter 
and it was a TikTok video showing conditions in the streets of Los Angeles. You know, just, you know, broken up uh, cardboard boxes piled on the sidewalk right out to the street, uh, you know, looking like a third world country. And there's a lot of TikTok videos out there that are exposing the real condition of life in this country to the American people and to the world at large. And I think that may be a real genuine reason they want TikTok to go away uh, because it's basically uh, showing things uh, that the government doesn't want the American people to see because TikTok is Chinese. They are not going to go along with the government saying, well, you've got to block this and you've got to block that and you've got to turn off this user and you've got to do that. And uh, so I'm beginning to really uh, uh, enjoy the TikTok videos here, except for the ones that, you know, challenge you to do really stupid things. Okay, I, I don't like those. But anyway, the ACLU is urging Congress not to ban TikTok. Okay, and uh, so, uh, and again, they're out there screaming, oh, you're helping China. China's doing all these bad things. Well, uh, you know, I, I, freedom of speech is an absolute, okay, and uh, it can't be selective. It certainly is not selective in the Bill of Rights. There are no limitations. There are no exclusions. It doesn't say you have a right to free speech unless you say something the government doesn't like, although that's the government's current interpretation here. All right, a little bit of additional news coming from the world of election fraud. Uh, down in New Mexico, Soros-backed Secretary of State Maggie Toulouse-Oliver used illegal software to combine election results and tried to cover it up. And uh, this is breaking several state and local laws in the process. And uh, uh, after hearing public testimony during a November Torrance County public meeting, the Estancia News has done a deep dive on how election results in New Mexico are finalized or canvassed. It turned out the Secretary of State illegally centralized the process, cutting out the clerks and breaking multiple laws in the process. So once again, indications of massive election fraud all across this country. Let's get into covid well, the Democrats, not actually able to really do anything about COVID, have decided that it's time for a symbol. And uh, they're introducing a resolution that would make March the 1st COVID-19 Victims Memorial Day. You know, we're going to put up a monument to the victims of COVID-19. Not a mention about the victims of the vaccines, of course. You know, that's not part of the narrative here. And uh, so we'll get to hear this uh, every year on March 1st. Oh, all those people that were killed with COVID-19, which, you know, didn't come from a lab in China. Take our word for it. And uh, golly gee whiz, if only they'd taken their vaccines and worn their masks, uh, they would have done uh, quite well here. And uh, so this is going to be an important symbol. And as George Carlin said, I leave the symbols to the symbol-minded. Okay, another article here. This one is coming out of uh, Global Research, talking about why the body starts to attack itself after the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. And, uh, you know, the human immune system is designed to recognize foreign invaders, attack, kill, and then clear the debris away. And for that reason, we must be sure that our bodies recognize our own cells as protected and the foreign ones as target. 
Now, for the first time, these mRNA shots uh, installed the genetic code for our bodies to make a deadly foreign protein, which our body's defensive systems are starting to say, that's the foreign invader, and they're starting to attack it. And this has to do with the declining in immunity, uh, natural immunity. we got to take a break for commercials. We'll be right back. Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. For the past 14 years, it's been my privilege to host the National Intel Report on RBN, to offer a platform to interview exceptional guests, to provoke critical thought, and examine evidence, whether real, fake, or somewhere in between, and allow our audience to call in and participate with your input and questions in order to help us all reach an educated decision and arrive at our own truth. Our world has changed. It's now been turned on its head. Real is now considered fake, and mainstream fake is now pushed as real, rather than any clear thinking, consensus, or rationale. Those few remaining beacons of light, the ones still shining through the mainstream media lies, propaganda, and deception, are being viciously attacked at every level through attempts at censorship, threatening advertisers, jailing hosts, and even killing journalists brave enough to speak the truth to you. We are in a war for our very freedom and existence, and through these despicable acts, freedom haters, collectivists, and communitarians have shown they will stop at nothing to blot out these last few beacons of light. Truth is becoming increasingly more difficult to unmask, just as the term unmasking itself is spoken by those usually anonymous sources. They promote their lies, wishing to mask the truths by ignoring it, vilifying it, or conspiratorializing it into a black hole abyss. Regrettably, RBN has reached the tipping point, and through internal audit and actuarial review, it has now been determined that the only life raft of survival to this network is to go the way of PBS, that being audience-supported like a cornered animal, the left with veracity is pulling out all the stops with every effort to effectively blacken our beacon forever. Help us, folks. Help yourselves. Don't let our light stop shining. Our motto has always been, because you can handle the truth. It's time to review your budget, folks. If you want the truth to keep flowing through RBN, go to republicbroadcasting.org and become a regular monthly donor of 30, 40, 50, or 100 or more a month and ensure you keep the truth flowing. Welcome to What Really Happened Radio. Visit us online at whatreallyhappened.com. And now, set your eyes on the future and let's consider what really happened. 
Welcome back to our show here. And Michael is once again back in the control room taking care of business. And uh, uh, we're going to get back here to COVID. Now, one of the things I mentioned early on when we started to see adverse effects from these vaccines is that we didn't know it all yet, that some of the adverse effects might take a very long time to show up. And now there is a new issue that's uh, surfacing. This is from Global Research. Uh, apparently, uh, COVID-19 vaccines are able to induce psychosis, and they have 13 documented cases. And these COVID-19 vaccines can significantly impact mental health. Family members have reported brain fog, mood changes, personality changes, hostility, anger, erratic driving, confusion, and more. Sometimes the impact on mental health is catastrophic. So we're still learning all the horrible things uh, that this uh, experiment has unleashed on the human population. All righty. Over at the Washington Compost, uh, they're now complaining that conservatives and libertarians are preventing future pandemic lockdowns. And, uh, you know, this is a reminder about how the corporate media, you know, was just all giggles and happy, you know, shutting down the United States. And, you know, we'd love to see it again. We want to have a pandemic lockdown and we want to have a a climate lockdown and we want to have a uh, claims the election was rigged lockdown and so forth and so on. And uh, it should be remembered that the lockdowns didn't really seem to have much of an effect uh, on the uh, transmission of COVID, uh, just like the masks had no effect on the transmission of COVID, and the COVID-19 vaccines didn't really seem to reduce the incident of infection. Now, over at uh, John Rappaport, he has a, uh, a story. Uh, the title is really good. I will now translate the latest pile of dog turds issued forth concerning the World Health Organization Pandemic Treaty. And he's talking about the, uh, the, the new uh, WHO Accords and uh, uh, basically how Joe Biden is trying to get around the Constitution by calling it an agreement rather than a treaty. Now, treaties uh, require a two-thirds vote of the Senate to ratify, and uh, Biden is trying to set this up. Even though he does not have that authority underneath the Constitution, and the Tenth Amendment prohibits him from simply assuming that. And uh, if this uh, pandemic treaty uh, is signed by Biden and if the uh, courts don't overturn it, uh, this would basically uh, put the United States under the control of the World Health Organization. They would become an unelected global government. And uh, when they arbitrarily and, as we saw with COVID, unscientifically uh, declare new pandemics and then require us to take all kinds of shots. And uh, you know, quite a while ago, I said that the uh, the uh, emergence of the new one world government would be built on a platform of three pillars, and one pillar would be a climate emergency requiring a global environmental authority. Uh, there would be an economic emergency requiring a global central bank, and the third one was a pandemic requiring a global health authority, and so we're seeing that particular co- uh, column coming into existence right now to be followed by the economic world authority and uh, the environmental authority and, uh, you know, hey, we have a global government and uh, if you think the current governments are corrupt, you know, just wait till you see when there's only one throne for all of planet Earth and what people are going to do to uh, polish that throne with their own rear ends here. 
All righty. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I've been talking about how all this COVID nonsense is most likely explained by rampant greed from the pharmaceutical companies. We know the pharmaceutical companies uh, really don't care about public health. In fact, the sicker you are, the more money they make. Uh, we had recent scandals like Purdue Pharmaceuticals, uh, which was, uh, you know, financially incentivizing doctors and hospitals to help uh, you know, put people on these highly addictive opioid drugs so they would be customers for life. You know, there's a guaranteed revenue stream from all these opium addicts that we've created out there. Well, apparently, uh, we're starting to see new drugs coming onto the market at very high prices. And uh, from Amgen Incorporated, they've introduced a lung cancer treatment, Lumacross, uh, that basically costs uh, $17,900 every single month, okay? And uh, a second drug for the same type of cancer, Crozati from Mirati Therapeutics, had an even higher price tag, $19,750 a month. It's all about the Benjamins. They're just, the greed is running rampant. And uh, I know Eisenhower warned us about the military-industrial complex, and I've been trying to warn you about the medical-industrial complex uh, and the damage that, like the military-industrial complex, is doing to the nation and its economy. Now, getting into the international news, uh, the media has been saying, oh, it's the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. Uh, as usual, they're wrong. Uh, this is the ninth anniversary of the war in Ukraine when you realize that all of this goes back to the February 2014 U.S.-backed coup d'etat that ousted the democratically elected president of Ukraine, Yanukovych. Why? Well, because he was very pro-Russia. He didn't want to move closer to NATO, didn't want to move closer to Europe. So this has been going on for nine years now. We've got to take another break for commercials and we'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. 
Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic. Most basic diseases are caused by yeast in the gut and metals in the liver, and we all have a bit of both. The garlic in Extendivite has a yeast-killing effect in the gut while also helping the sulfur enzyme in the liver get rid of the metals. Extendivite just may improve your overall health. Products like Extendivite are the only way we are going to get our society healthy. And if you're waiting for the government and pharmaceutical care to solve your health problems, you're going to have a long, disappointing wait, I think. Extendivite is a complete formula for extended life in the new millennium. 80 can be the new 60. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. If you've got the money, honey, we got the bombs. We'll plant them anywhere you like and blow up anyone. Whip this world into a frenzy, killing babies, dads, and moms. If you got the money, honey, we got the bombs. If you got the money, well, we won't say we did. The tower. And welcome back to our show. We're talking about international news, we're talking about Ukraine. And earlier today, Russia launched a huge bombing and missile attack on Ukraine. Uh, It lasted five hours, may have lasted even longer than that, but we know it was at least five hours. And they hit cities all across the entire Ukrainian area. Uh, And uh, the missile launches uh, came from the Black Sea, from submarines and ships, locations in the Donbass, locations inside Russia and Belarus. Kiev was hit several times by a variety of bombs, drones, and missiles and uh, most of them were targeted on uh, electric infrastructure. At uh, one point uh, the power was lost at the uh, Zaporizhia nuclear power plant and they had to uh, rely on diesel backup generators but electricity has been restored uh, to that reactor to keep the safety systems running and uh, apparently Russia used some of the Kinzel uh, hypersonic missiles that can fly at seven times the speed of sound and these things went right through the NATO-supplied air defense systems as if they weren't even there. And uh, that's uh, definitely something we need to be uh, looking at. Putin may have been sending a message saying, if, I, if you push it, you know, I can push back and you can't stop me. Alrighty, Colonel Douglas McGregor is out there with another comment saying that Russia is crushing the Kiev regime. 
Um, we know that Bakhmut is probably going to fall in the next day or two. Uh, Russia is already in uh, complete control of the eastern half of the city. And uh, there is uh, it's just not working. And uh, looking at all the money that has been poured in there from countries, primarily the United States, that's your money. And uh, it's not working out very well. And I don't know about you. I personally don't have an issue with the Russian people. Okay. In fact, I can't think that I have an issue with any people. I got issues with a lot of politicians and leaders and certainly the war hawks. But ordinary people like myself, no, I don't have a problem with any of them. Anyway, now the head of the United Kingdom Defense Select Committee, Tobias Tobias Elwood, has confirmed basically that London is now at war with Russia. And uh, he came on out, and this is a direct quote, we are now at war in Europe, we need to move to a war footing, we are involved in that, we have mobilized our procurement processes, we are gifting equipment to Ukraine, we need to face Russia directly rather than leaving Ukraine to do all the work. This was on a, an interview with a, a United Kingdom broadcaster, and... Uh, basically uh, coming on out saying that uh, citizens need to be ready to be sent to fight on the battlefield. So they're literally starting to sell this idea to the uh, British people, people in the United Kingdom. You know, war is coming. You might as well get used to the idea. You're going to be going to fight it, and you might as well get used to that idea as well. Okay, story coming on out of Sonar 21. Uh, There's a lot of military activity involving NATO forces and equipment that is not getting a lot of media scrutiny. Uh, One of them was the U.S. Air Mobility Command removing the tail numbers and the unit info, the decorations, just says U.S. Air Force. Uh, They're basically painting them uh, to, uh, to be hard to identify what they are. They can you know, turn their transponders on and say, well, I'm just a FedEx plane going from uh, A to B. Uh, but um, the Air Mobility Command has directed its refueling and cargo planes to obscure the identifying information, claiming uh, national security concerns and uh, obviously indicating uh, more preparations for going to war. All righty. <clears throat> now, getting on back to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, and, uh, you know, back on March uh, 7th, uh, Seymour Hirsch uh, responded to a question uh, by TASS, and they asked him to compare his version of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline explosions with a newly released version from the New York Times and German media that's claiming it's non-governmental Ukrainians as the culprits. And uh, Seymour Hirsch came back and said, look at the evidence and decide for yourself who is telling the truth. And, uh, you know, the the idea is they're trying to say uh, there was this yacht uh, that was owned by some Ukrainians and it basically sailed on out over the pipeline. They snorkeled down, planted the bombs and and then ran away. Uh, Notably ridiculous. I mean, to go down that deep, you need uh, technical divers, mixed gas divers. You have to have a decompression chamber uh, and all kinds of equipment. And uh, again, it's just trying to deflect the blame from the uh, most obvious suspect in the Nord Stream pipeline, uh, which is the United States. And even before Seymour Hersh's story, uh, most people looking at this said, well, you know, the only party to benefit from blowing up that pipeline was the United States. 
because it meant that Russia could not lure Europe away from the anti-Russian agenda of the United States uh, by saying we'll restore oil and gas flow. And uh, secondarily, of course, uh, Europe is now being forced to buy their oil and gas from Western nations, primarily the United States, at much greater prices. And uh, so, yeah, qui bono, and uh, I don't think it was pro-Ukrainian rogues, unless the pro-Ukrainian rogue uh, is operating out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Now, interestingly enough, we have seen in uh, the the media over and over again uh, that uh, Russia is committing war crimes in Ukraine, uh, and uh, uh, Joe Biden is saying, yes, uh, we've got to get this to The Hague. Interestingly enough, the Pentagon is blocking the transfer of the so-called evidence of Russian crimes to the Hague court. And one of the reasons they're saying is that they don't want to open up the possibility that Americans could be prosecuted for war crimes by the Hague. But I think the real, evidence, the real reason for not sending that evidence to The Hague is the evidence of Russian war crimes in Ukraine is as flimsy as the evidence that Russia blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. It's just more war propaganda. All right, now things are heating up down in Georgia. Not the United States, but Georgia over in uh, uh, Europe. And uh, the head of the Constitutional Committee of the Federation Council said the United States and the EU have decided to stage an unconstitutional coup in Georgia, just like they did in Ukraine in 2014. And uh, uh, the the, uh, head of the Constitutional Committee went on saying the United States and the EU, which strictly restrict any foreign interference in their internal affairs on their territory, Uh, In response to Georgia's attempt to understand what is happening with foreign funding in Georgia of numerous non-governmental organizations, they decided to stage an unconstitutional coup in uh, Tbilisi. And uh, there are protests going on over there. Uh, regarding a a bill that would require uh, agents of a foreign government to register, uh, which I think is a really good idea. Uh, But everybody's screaming, it's a violation of our human rights, and they're in the streets here. So another article on the same line, this is from uh, Antebellum, Bunch of Numbers, WordPress. Uh, The State Department and the EU are searching pallets for a new color for the Georgian coup. We've had so many of these color revolutions, they're running out of colors. There was the, 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 you know, uh, uh, red revolution and the green revolution, and now we're down to peach, taupe, and mauve for these uh, revolutions out there. And uh, the uh, Western operatives gave the Georgian parliament one hour to withdraw that bill requiring uh, agents of a foreign government to register. And uh, so, yeah, obviously uh, they're trying to cover their tracks over there. And there was a uh, major protest in front of the parliament uh, building, and uh, local TV channels were broadcasting the situation live. Uh, the riot police cleared the square. Uh, they were using uh, uh, water cannons and tear gas and making uh, large numbers of arrests. Meanwhile, <clears throat> disgruntlement with the U.S. ambassador to Georgia, Kelly Degnan, is reaching critical uh, levels. And uh, the wave of criticism of uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly's activities has recently swept Georgia and gained critical momentum along with the criticism of U.S. policy in the country in general. 
the people of Georgia know what's going on. They had a ringside seat to what the U.S. pulled off in Ukraine in 2014, and they can see the signs all over. Not to mention uh, the attempted uh, uh, coup in uh, Iran in 2009, which fizzled, fell flat on its face here. Now, we talked earlier about Matt Gates uh, had introduced a resolution uh, to restore uh, war authorization to the Congress, as is stated in the Constitution. And uh, he w- basically wanted to pull all of our troops out of Syria. And a majority of both Republicans and Democrats voted it down. And because uh, they want our troops to stay there in Syria, we've got to fight ISIS. And as a side benefit, of course, uh, we're looting Syria's oil to send to Iraq. Down in Israel, uh, protests are continuing against uh, Netanyahu's attempt to alter the government and weaken the Supreme Court in order to basically turn uh, Israel into a dictatorship. And to mark International Women's Day, thousands of Israeli women formed human chains to protest the right-wing Israeli government's planned judicial overhaul that would limit the power of the courts. And uh, the women's group joined the ongoing protest, uh, clad in red, lining the Tel Aviv beachfront promenade, clapping and chanting democracy. So, good for them. Now, Israeli settlers have been sharing on WhatsApp a song that is celebrating the burning of the Palestinian town of Hawara and its anticipated erasure. Now, the song was initially shared on WhatsApp, uh, the groups of the Hilltop Youth, an extremist religious nationalist settler group active in attacks against Palestinians. And uh, remember Lenny Reifenstahl? You know, she was Hitler's personal filmmaker. She made those documentaries, and they, they were very well made. They were very convincing. Well, Israel's trying to mimic that, uh, apparently, as well. Now, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was planning on taking a trip to Israel. Now he has basically uh, called it off uh, because uh, the mass protests are so huge uh, that Israel cannot guarantee his safety. And so uh, Austin is basically going to uh, stay home and uh, let Israel try and deal with the protesters. All right, down in Australia, their media are awash with reporting on the War with China propaganda series by the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. And uh, it's quite extraordinary because it's not an actual news story. Uh, The Sydney Morning Herald and The Age just asked five warmongering China hawks what they think about war with China, wrote down their very predictable answers, saying that Australia must prepare for war within China, and then passed it off as journalism. So just like the United Kingdom, uh, the people are being propagandized to accept the inevitability of war. All righty, getting on down to... uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, in in Mexico here, Uh, there was a big stink raised over these four Americans who were kidnapped and two of them were killed. One was severely injured. Uh, One of them was uninjured and eventually uh, rescued. And the GOP is slamming Biden following the kidnapping and killing, saying that the cartels are running our border. And uh, Lindsey Graham, who never met a war he didn't like, is saying he will introduce legislation for military intervention in Mexico. We're going to send the army into Mexico to deal with the drug cartels. Okay, and don't forget the drug cartels are heavily armed because of the Fast and Furious program. 
Meanwhile, Mexico's President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador is saying, no, you will not either. And uh, so that's where that is right now. Uh, and as it turns out, those four Americans who were killed uh, all have lengthy criminal records. Okay, uh, one of them was jailed in 2015 for drug manufacturing. Uh, and uh, let's see, they uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Williams, who was previously busted for distributing crack near his school, uh, McGee had been slapped with unlawful conduct toward a child when her daughter tested positive for amphetamines. Uh, some of the others uh, uh, had uh, lesser offenses like smuggling marijuana and, and things like that. So these, these were criminals. These were drug criminals. Okay, and the, this was either a deal that went bad uh, or one cartel taking out the assets of another cartel. So it's not this poor Americans are being abused by the drug cartel. No, they were playing a dangerous game. And, uh, you know, people do get killed being involved in the drug trade. You know, <clears throat> time to go back and uh, rerun all those old Miami Vice episodes here. All right. Getting into the economy, Biden is proposing a 25 percent billionaire tax. And he's out there saying, yeah, we're we're going to uh, uh, tax the billionaires for a quarter of their wealth. And, uh, you, you know, and, and it sounds really good. But when you realize how few billionaires there are in this uh, country, I mean, it represents 0.01 percent of the entire population. So they'll get some money, but not enough to make a real difference here. And the bottom line is that this is going to drive the billionaires out of the country. They're going to close up shop here, let all their staff go in, uh, and uh, to join the unemployment lines, and they're going to go to someplace else where uh, the government is not as tax-happy or over-regulatory as we have in this country. Over in Singapore, their central bank is boosting their gold reserves by 30% to nearly 200 tons. Uh, they want hard assets. They're, they're, they're sick and tired of this paper and ink stuff here. Meanwhile, over in Iran, they have discovered an 8.5 million ton deposit of lithium. And uh, they're obviously very excited about that. This is a, a, a material that is much needed for electronics and so forth. And this may explain why all of a sudden we're hearing more and more talk about we've got to attack Iran. We've got to invade Iran, you know, because uh, the United States and Israel would love to have that lithium, but they don't really want to pay for it, you know. It's just cheaper to send a bunch of uh, kids over there uh, to get killed invading the place. And uh, so I think that's uh, why we're seeing that acceleration. Meanwhile, down in Nigeria, uh, the Nigerians recently took to the streets to protest a cash shortage caused by government policies adopted in order to push the country into the adoption of its central bank digital currency. They are not happy with that. They were attacking bank ATMs. They blocked streets and demonstrations turned violent in a lot of cities. Uh, they want to have money that they can put in their pocket and uh, not rely on some uh, uh, computer system uh, controlled by the government to tell them when and where and what they can spend their money on. All righty, we are coming up on another commercial break here, and uh, we'll be back with more news after these few words.
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Einstein once said, Future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joy pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Well, they're stealing down on Wall Street and in Washington, too. You know, it makes me wonder what's a guy on Main Street to do. I've always tried to be an honest, upstanding kind of guy. But I must I admit, admit lately, lately, I thought about giving something else to try. Oh, 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 and welcome back to our show here, and we're going to talk about immigration. And uh, the Biden administration has lost a major immigration case to Florida. 
uh, a federal judge, uh, uh, T. Kent Weatherell, uh, sided with Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody, ruling that Joe Biden is responsible for the border crisis, claiming the president effectively turned the border into little more than a speed bump. And uh, the judge also ruled that Biden's catch and release policy is unlawful. The judge gave the administration seven days to comply with federal immigration law. That's Title VIII. Okay. And uh, uh, Attorney General Ashley Moody uh, told the Florida Standard today's ruling affirms what we have known all along. Biden is responsible for the border crisis and his unlawful immigration policies make this country less safe. And so, <clears throat> book them, Dino. All righty. Um, the New York Times, uh, 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 rather, is reporting uh, that New York City Mayor Adams has announced a new office to address Biden's migrant crisis and basically tore into uh, failed border czar Kamala Harris. And uh, so people were really waking up to what's been going on down there on the border. And there's another article that came on out. This is from Ferris.org. And it's talking about the fiscal burden of illegal immigration on U.S. taxpayers. This is an issue that, that I've been talking about for a while. Tom in Florida has certainly hit on this time and time again. Uh, we're looking at, you know, billions of dollars in, in welfare every year. Uh, the cost of incarcerating illegal aliens who commit crimes. Uh, and it, it really is just a huge amount of money. Uh, that most Americans don't realize what this open border situation is actually costing uh, the people of the United States of America. All right, now, do you remember the McCloskeys? Uh, they were this uh, the two married personal injury lawyers in St. Louis, Mark and Patricia McCloskey. Uh, they basically defended their home from a Black Lives Matter riot and, uh, you know, apparently in the spirit of thou shalt not get in the way of uh, non-white looters and pillagers, uh, they were arrested and charged. And, uh, you know, they're saying all they did was stand up and defend their home. Uh, and uh, they're out there now saying, you know, their lives were ruined. It was some of the worst days of their lives. And they went on to say uh, that prosecuting attorney Kim Gardner is just as dumb as a sack of hammers. And they may be bitter because they nearly lost their careers and they gained felony convictions just for standing up to defend their home. These Black Lives Matter protesters were threatening to kill them and burn their house down. And, uh, you know, uh, Kimberly Gardner prosecuted the couple for daring to use their guns to defend themselves and their homes. And uh, that's uh, that's a consistent theme that we see. No, you're not allowed to defend yourselves, and we're going to defund the police. So, you know, just let the criminals come on through and help themselves all the goodies, because there's really not much difference left between organized crime and the government of the United States of America. We've got to take a break for station identification. We're going to open the phone lines, 512-248-8252. Already have a caller, and we'll be right
In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed. But you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home, all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. True, true.